Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast. The internet's ablaze in defense of Ukraine, comparing Putin to Hitler, Stalin, Hussein. He's sending innocent folks to kill innocent folks, and the warriors of the web are making innocent jokes. Kane's shooting from the wheel. What a disaster. But what would you expect when the niece of a former heavyweight champ is abused by a kid-touching bastard? Join us today as we bring the greatest show on the web, or go listen to some bullshit-ass dumb shit instead. Tommy fucking Washington, what's been up, man? How are you? Pat, I had a guy today tell me that America is the new Hitler. America. Can you believe that? Now, listen, I don't watch I don't watch the news nearly as close as I should, considering I do a show on the interwebs and podcasting uh, about not so, rel- like, we try to keep it relative, but we're not so much like, uh, like news, I guess. We do do news, but you, like, you know what I mean, what kind of show we do here. Um, but anyway, this hey, guy's... Tommy. Yeah. You said doo-doo. I did. Doo-doo. <laughs> nice. Name of the show. Actually, I'll have a funny story about doo-doo in a minute. Uh, oh, I hope you shit your pants. No, that would never happen. Pat will grow men. Anyway. Um, Nice, and beat already got two points. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> uh, so this guy said that we are the new Hitler because I guess we are going after Russians here and seizing their assets. I have not heard that once in the news uh, or heard anything about it until that guy said something. I have not had time to research it. I have no idea if that's true. If it is true, that's some wild shit, which we have a meme about that. Specifically, are Americans seizing Russian assets? Question mark from Amer American Russians. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. I'm with you. You know that's uh, that's pretty wild. If that's the case, I don't believe it is, but it's pretty wild if it is. Um, that a fucking moron. U.S. escalates sanctions with a freeze on Russian central bank assets. So yeah. yes, we're freezing Russian, Russian, not American Russian. Yeah. Which, if they happen to live here, that's kind of on them. They're probably not. That was one of the counterpoints that somebody else that was involved in this conversation said, like, are they legal Americans? Like, are they legal immigrants? Like, or are they just here on visas or whatever? Um, Because that changes the narrative 100%. Uh, So anyway, it's still crazy over there. still crazy. But uh, you want to know what happened to me tonight, Pat? I do indeed. Uh, so I told you I had a headache. I had a pretty bad headache this afternoon for some reason. Um, I come home as I normally do. Uh, nobody's home this afternoon. Erica's out getting the dog washed or something. One of the dogs washed. Um, and she texted me before I got home and said, Hey, I'm not home. Get one of the dogs washed. But, um, you know, the dogs, you know, I've only been gone an hour. So I can take care of the dogs when I get home. Because she knows I like to poopy when I get home. So I go up, I poopy. Don't we all? Doo-doo. I go do doo doo in the bathroom. And uh, I, I hear that Erica comes home at some point. I leave the bathroom. And I come down. And my little dog Rex shit all over his goddamn cage. Um, so that was cool. Uh, Erica cleaned it up. Well, at least the other one's clean. Yeah, I mean, listen, so we have a little camera that's in our kitchen, and it's for, like, watching the dogs and stuff. 
Um, so I went back and I asked her, I'm like, well, clearly nobody let these dogs out before you and the kid left the house. Um, she didn't really have an answer to that. So I went and watched the camera and sure as shit, PPY right there in the other cheek. Nobody let the fucking dogs out. So that's why, uh, for the second Wednesday in a row now, I am just smelling he's a dog shit through my nostrils while I'm doing a podcast. Where are the dog cages? They're in Colin's little room there on the podcast So side. they're about 30 feet into the, around the corner. Yeah, the whole basement smells like dog shit. Or it's, a a gem from my childhood up your button around the corner. Got it. Yeah, it's it's fucking great. But you know, we'll power through this. Uh, for anybody not watching basketball tonight, Knicks are up right now, eight to four. Game just started. Playing the Sixers. We'll get we'll get to you uh, in a minute why that was important. Anyway, Pat, you want to do some memes? Let's do it. Tom, this are we? This first meme. Is this the first time you've fucking seen this, dude? I've seen this thing like a million times. I was actually going to ask you if we've used it on the podcast before. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure we have, dude. It's it, it's an old meme. It's a, a Anyways, guys, what you're looking at is a picture of the girl that Tom used to hook up with that I saw at Walmart. <laughs> uh, and it says, I was going to say it's a the picture of honey you realize <laughs> she's not sitting on a couch, and it's just a girl leaned forward, but she's so fucking uh, rear-end heavy. That it looks like she's sitting on a fucking armchair. Yeah, it looks like she's sitting in a love seat all by herself. Yeah. She is that's I was gonna say that's honey buns. That's uh that's the girl from the infamous honey bun story. I really want to know what this girl's shirt says because I'm pretty sure it says home of the sexy big girls. I'm oh, almost positive. My god, I just read this next one, dude. It's hilarious. <laughs> Tom, in the UK, there's an edition of the Dollar Tree, and the <laughs> it is called Poundland. That's awesome. Uh, I I told the, Miss Elizabeth that, that last night, and then I said, "You want to go shopping tonight?" <laughs> uh, PF just told me called Duck Duck Goose Duck Duck Grade Duck, and I'm actually sick to my stomach. I don't get it. Yeah. Minnesotans, you, you used to play duck, duck, goose, right? Yeah. All right, so we say duck, 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 goose, and then you run around the circle. Yeah. In Minnesota, the Minnesotans or Minnesotites, whatever the fuck they're called, call it duck, duck, gray duck. I'll get which it. is the, it's just fucking stupid. Instead of goose, it's gray duck. Yeah, I, I, I'll get it. Uh, this goes back to kind of what we were saying. Goddamn game, Tom. That's the point. Oh, okay. I I thought there was a joke there. Apparently, there is not. Just Minnesotans being weird. Yeah, I know it's super early, dude. But I'm telling you right now, the Sixers fucking lose to the Knicks, dude. I'm done with I'm done with basketball forever. We had a good run. Uh, this next meme is now I saw this, I cropped out who posted it. I saw that she's, I like, I didn't know if you wanted to have her on the show or not. Uh, her name. Oh, I'm not sure that it's my sister-in-law. Yeah. So, uh, but I saw this earlier today. It's the first time I've called her in-law. And as far as I can remember, I've called her my sister for like a decade. She's been around forever. Real nice, Pat. Real nice. Uh, but it, it just, it's real simple. Uh, reminder Reminder not to be an asshole to your local Russian-themed restaurants and businesses here in America. The 50-year-old grandmother who sells Prakoshi, or Prakashi, or per- I don't know what the fuck that says, did not invade Ukraine. And uh, I think it's a very it good... It says Peroshki. 
Peroshki, sure. Uh, that sounds Russian. Um, that is a very good uh, point that we should not be talking shit to any Russians. Uh, not only because it's not their fault, but also they are scary. And uh, <laughs> you don't want them to kill you. If you really want to get them, just remind them of the 1980 Hockey Olympics, and uh, they still hold that one. They're pretty bitter. They're pretty bitter about the Olympic Games. So, Pat, I broke this up. There was another – I don't want to say it was a meme. It was just a headline. Uh, but I broke this well, we're up. We're in three-finger news, Tom. We're we are, but news. we are, but I. this is news? I thought this yeah, was more was... of a meme than news. It's not really news. It's just a meme about the news. Them. I don't want to have to break down how the timeline works, but I basically I put really bold titles to each section. Yeah, I know how it works, but I couldn't. Un- I thought you made a mistake because I didn't see how this could possibly be newsworthy. Like we know, how it's go- fucking dare you? After I worked thirty-seven years of my life to earn the nickname worldwide as Flawless Patty, you thought I made a mistake. Listen, that's the first time I've ever heard you called Flawless pa- Patty. It's usually faultful patty like you make a lot of faults what yeah like bro from beijing to dc they all call me flawless patty who's they all i've never heard anybody call you flawless patty and dude there's tons of people doing things and when they do the things they're always talking about me well listen i can tell you this right now that as a man that not only spends a lot of his time outside of work with you i spend a lot of my time at work with you and you make tons of mistakes at work so we know that you're not flawless um, there is a small village in Central Africa where they actually, they don't even call this the number time with, nine with Tommy. They call it uh, Flawless Patty and Tommy. Oh, I see. Hey, there's maybe another uh, spinoff show that we could do. But anyway, Pat, I'm going to I'm gonna stop before Three Finger News. I added two things in that I wanted to talk about and we didn't talk about before the show. Um, we're already in Three Finger News. We're not. This isn't Three Finger News, dude. That meme is not Three Finger News. Your timeline reading skills are off, but you know what? Let's revert. Let's go backwards. Let's jump back out of Three Finger News, which we're right in the middle of, and let's do your thing. We're in the middle of it? We haven't even started it. Just because it says it in the headline doesn't mean that it's actually started. We need theme music for Three for Three Finger News. Well, I wouldn't have dropped it in before this fucking meme. I can tell we you that. We all would have seen the mistake. The mistake that you made. But anyway, listen, I digress, Okay. We've been talking a lot about on the show. Now, the listeners that listen understand that uh, me and my boy Griff, did you say stay phobic? <laughs> Remember that in Deuce Bigelow? <laughs> He's with that big fat black lady. And she, he goes, this is some sort of mistake. And she goes, did you say steak? <laughs> Classic. Is Deuce Bigelow... The movie where the was Rob ridiculously Schneider? hot, yeah, no, I know it's Rob Schneider, but it, does it have a ridiculously hot blonde girl and he always buys goldfish from the bottom of the tank so her tits dip into the water? Yes, that yes. girl was also a character on Undressed. I don't know why I was madly in love with that girl as a teenager. Nice. All right, so here on the show, uh, probably every episode we talk about my uh, my current bets that I have going on. Um, now our friend Griff and I are starting a new show. It's going to be called laying nine and a half with Tommy. Uh, we designed the album cover. I think it came out fucking sick. Um, but in the spirit of that, Pat, I figured that I would show you guys what my bets are tonight and show you how, you know, modest I am with these bets. 
this bet right here, uh, the the next two slides on here are uh, the the first bet I have going. Uh, it's a thirteen part parlay, I believe it is. Uh, Just for anybody who's listening and can't see the bet, I also cannot see the bet because it's too small. I can tell you this: it's got a white background. There is black text and there is blue text. Here, I can uh, make it a little bit bigger for you, Pat. Something all your girlfriends have said to you. Can you read that now? I can. All right. So the uh, the first part, it's actually the game that I'm currently watching. Yeah, just rub it to make it bigger, Phobic said. Um, <laughs> so RJ Barrett to score 15 points, James Harden to score 20-plus points, Joel Embiid 25-plus points, Harden to have 4-plus rebounds, Embiid to have 6-plus rebounds, Embiid to uh, record, uh, record at least 2 assists, the Sixers plus 2.5, also, the over at 209.5, R.J. Barrett to have over 26 points, Tyrese Maxey to have over 12.5, Harden to have over 18.5, and, uh, and Bede to have over 7.5 rebounds, and Harden to have 10.5 assists. Okay, so that's one bet, right? Now, I also took that same bet and put it with this one uh, for the Bucks game tonight that starts at 8. Uh, Giannis to score 20 points, uh, Bam at Bayo at Bayo. To score ten plus Jimmy uh Jimmy Butler to score fifteen. Jimmy Butler to have four rebounds. Giannis to have six rebounds. Milwaukee, I'm taking them at plus fourteen and a half. And the over in that game to be two oh one and a half. Okay. So that's all one big bet. And then I also broke that second part off into its own bet. Um, because the odds it's a minus one forty nine. Uh, so I put a little bit more money on that because the odds are a little bit better of it hitting uh, so that at least I can recoup my money for the first two bets. You know what I mean? Uh, just to recoup or go back. Oh, shit, I cut it out. That first one I read, you guys, is a plus 1755. So for every $100 you bet on it, you could win up to or you would win $1,755. Uh, and I cut it out of the second one. How much, oh no! I just gotta move this down a little bit. It's plus three thousand eight. So for every hundred dollars you bet, you win three hundred or three thousand eight dollars. Uh, so I just figured I'd uh, throw that out there for you guys. I know that uh, lots of people that listen are interested in my bets, so I just wanted to show you guys in the flesh what they are. Pat, Thank you, I, Pat. Remember that big bet I placed on Sunday, and I had a hit, or else I was done betting. I do. Uh, it did hit. It did hit. Uh, right, I immediately right, right. texted a few people and said, I'm back, baby. Um, however, if neither of those, if all three of those bets don't hit tonight, I'm back in the same spot where I have to make a rather chunky bet to get back in it. You know what I mean? I'm back to the same dollar um, amount. Tom, if I were to ask you, if you're still speaking to binoculars, would you understand that lingo? Yeah, so uh, he did reach out to me on Saturday. We had a nice discussion about uh, sports gambling. And uh, he's actually one of the people that I texted and said, I'm back, baby. Um, Tom, I got a text last night sitting in my onesie on my couch, snuggled up with Miss Elizabeth and her beautiful bosoms. And it says, hey, man, I hear you're a big fan of Yellowstone. And I was like, how the fuck? Like who the f- we don't have a mutual friend. How the fuck would he know that? I was so confused. And then it occurred to me. 
the only thing he does have in common with somebody that I know is they're both degenerate gamblers. <laughs> and uh, I think you told him that I watch Yellowstone. And I got no beef. He's a good dude. I just was like, who the fuck? How, how, did, how am I linked to this? And I was like, this is all fucking Tommy. Pat, I, would, uh, I did not tell him that. He probably was listening to the show. It sounds like he got the information from you. It sounds like we just covered Yellowstone on the show two weeks ago. I, I'm fully aware. And again, I like the guy. I'm not upset about it. I just assume that for whatever reason, you uh, are discussing my television habits with a mutual friend of ours. You are a fucking it's idiot. It's a weird conversation topic. You are a dumb motherfucker if you think that that's what I'm talking about with people. Pat, I'm gambling. All right, you think I give a fuck about what you may or may not be watching on TV? I'm fucking gambling, man. I have money on the line trying to make bank, bro. I just... And you think I'm worried about Yellowstone? I already started watching Yellowstone. Why the fuck would I be talking about it? I don't know. Spoiler alert, the boat sinks. You're a fucking piece of shit for saying that. Uh, No, wait, that's Titanic. That's my bad, that's Titanic. But also, <laughs> dying over here. Oh. But also, but also, you like you think it's a better odds that I was talking to him about what shows you're watching in your spare time than him listening to the show. Um, I'm so confident. I'm going to eighty three seventeen. Okay, eighty three percent chance you told him. I'm gonna. I'm guaranteeing you this. You are one hundred percent wrong. That plus, uh, or that minus 150 bet you just laid down, just lost. I did not talk to him about what shows you're fucking watching. I'm going to text him and ask. I'm gonna be like, Play, hey, do it right now. How do you know about me in Yellowstone? You know what? I'm going to beat you to it. I'm going to do it right now. Oh, uh, man, this is this is too much. Hold on. All right, so. The truth comes out, motherfucker. So, so Pat sent a message to this person. I also sent a message to this person. I said, so Cat, so Pat can't fathom the fact that you heard about him liking Yellowstone because you were listening to the show. <laughs> I can't wait to hear back from this guy. So excited. Me too. This is, this is phenomenal. Phenomenal radio rear. Um, so anyway, Pat, I also, uh, we're going to drop in before we do three finger news again. I'm sorry that I messed up your timeline. Uh, I finished Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Now, before we drop the movie review uh, soundbite, did you watch all eight seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Almost positive. Okay. And I said, what about breakfast to Tiffany? She said, I think I remember. All right, once again, before we start this this review, Pat, I... Uh, right, you know what? Hold on, I, hold on. I expect a, a fucking apology. There's not a chance in hell. Not a chance in Hades. So so we just got... I'd rather we, drink turpentine and piss on a brush fire. We both just got a text back from this mutual friend um, that, that let Pat know that he did hear it on the show. So uh, thank you, sir, for listening to the show and supporting it. Appreciate it. Uh, 
and verifying that I don't talk about random people's television likes, especially through fucking text message. Like I, I think can it's see incredible that... that he's such a good friend to you that he's willing to keep this <laughs> secret for you. You're a fucking idiot. All right. Uh, hold on, hold on. I this is for real in your new show, which again is uh, laying nine and a half with Tommy. Um, with his, I'm gonna call it a New York accent. I don't really. I think it's New York. Uh, you should have him phone uh some picks in because that's a dynamic we don't have man we don't have anybody with a you know that ridiculous yankee accent oh i'm down i'm down i'm down for anything nice. um i was so what's fun i know that actually we're in the middle hey of... the nickname can can transfer like he can maintain his status as binoculars yeah <laughs> He's like he's just looking over all the bets, <laughs> uh, getting a closer look. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I like that idea actually. That's pretty good. Um, fuck, what was I gonna say? I mean, I had something I was gonna say. Oh, before I do this movie review again, I know that we're in the middle of a movie review segment, and uh, I keep getting side reeled. So I text Griff the other day, and I'm like, hey. You want to do the show on uh, Saturday? You like started this Saturday? Because that's when we're going to record is on a Saturday. Or on Saturdays. And he goes, ah, I'm working Saturday and Sunday night. And I said, Jesus, doing a show with you is like trying to do a show with Pat. What the fuck? He thought it was pretty funny. Anyway. I that's digress. fucked up, Tommy. Anyway. I digress once again. Uh... The odds of me doing a show are significantly better than the odds of you not being the one who told him that I watched Yellowstone. Pat, the odds of me telling him that you watch Yellowstone are fucking zero. It's a guarantee. It's fucking zero, bro. Dude, speaking of zero, not that not that you said the word zero uh, in reference to this, but so the heavyweight wrestler on my wrestling team went uh, went keto. Nice. He went, I can't remember what his starting weight was. I'm going to say it was up in the high threes, though, like 379, maybe. He is down to 240. He looks like a different fucking person. Nice. Phobic, yeah, and, I, uh, crazy. Phobic and I are starting a weight loss challenge with one, with one another uh, to see who can lose the most weight. And then whoever loses, uh, whoever doesn't lose the most weight has to pay the other person $10 per pound per the difference. How could Phobic compete with you? Uh, Phobic sent me a picture of his weight today, and I gotta say, he's getting a little chunky. I'm oh, not man. like, and don't get me wrong, he's at a weight that I wish I was at, but for Phobic, <laughs> he's getting a little chunky. You know what I mean? You're like, you're like, you fat piece of shit. I wish I was as fat as you. <laughs> um, instead of there being like a hundred and forty pound difference between the two of us, there's only like a hundred pound difference between the two of us. Uh, so, like I said. He's uh, in a much better place than I am, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try this out and see if it works or see who wins. You know, I forget what I I know we're supposed to start March first and go through X day. I forget what it is. Phobic says I'm gonna win. He probably will because I have no self control. This motherfucker is eating double stuffed Oreo mint cookies, uh, 
<laughs> As he's touched his face. So he's, oh, man, me and this kid are on the same way. Look. <laughs> Because he says, as he stuffs his face with Oreos, he says, I'm going to win. Uh, yeah, he tells me today that he's eating, he has a sleeve of double stuffed mint Oreos for lunch. That's that's his lunch today. Like daily or just that, that day? Uh, I think it's just today. He said what he's doing is uh, he's eating a bunch of shit food because he wants to get back into running. So his motivation to himself is to, I'm going to eat shit food and then force myself to run because I eat sh- shit food and then eventually transition to, once I build back up the habit of running every day, I'll transition in better food and I already have the habit. So it makes sense. Oh, but allow me as the voice of experience to explain to you that as you age, it becomes harder and harder. Maybe you don't work against yourself on this one. Yeah, he could lose uh, weight pretty quick. He 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 has great uh great uh determination and uh, I definitely thought you were looking for the word metabolism. Uh, yeah. He's and he also says I do the best in the face of adversity. I do too, with everything except for weight and smoking. Those are my two biggest downfalls. But anyway, I digress. So uh Brooklyn nine nine. I finished Brooklyn Nine Nine. In case of you those watching, uh, all eight seasons are not on Peacock. I had to go to Hulu to watch the last season, season eight. Um, and Pat, I don't remember if you uh, if you remember this uh, when I was watching All American. One of the first, like when it came out with the new seasons, one of my you biggest were upset because it was politically fueled. Yes. And the last season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the same exact thing. Uh, oh, well, then actually, that answers the question. Yes, I have seen the last season because, one, there's a lot of COVID in it. Yes. And two, man, I don't remember why. It, it was definitely very woke. I know that. Yeah, it was. Plus, it, it was m- m- there actually was less COVID than there was police brutality. And while I understand, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I understand it's a show about policing, makes sense, uh, and I guess it it does share a small part in the show. Um, my problem with shows that do this, the same problem that I had with All American, is while I understand they have a huge uh, platform that they want to speak about it, uh, when like I watch these shows to escape the reality that I'm in. Right, that's why we watch TV shows. At least, at least for me, right. If I want to watch something educational about those things, I'll watch something educational about those things. I don't want to get that from my comedy show. Uh, so I was very. I, so the first episode Eric and I watched, uh, I said, "I'm gonna let you know this right now. If the next episode is as bad as this one, I will not finish it. Like I'll stop watching." Uh, and it did get better throughout. Like there was only like eight or nine episodes the last season. Uh, it did get better throughout, uh, but it was it always played a narrative. It wasn't as strong as the first episode, um, yeah. but I was a little uh, I was a little turned off by it. And I'm not saying like like all the things that they brought up in the show were good points. I'm not saying I don't agree with them. I'm just saying for me, I'm not a big fan of having that stuff in a world that we live in every day, and it's in our face. We watch these. I watch these shows to escape the reality that we're in. You know what I mean? Tom, if you want to, if you want to drive a hammer through your own fucking skull, go ahead and watch the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You want to talk about a woke ass movie, bro? Same way. The new Texas 
Yeah, Chainsaw Massacre is fucking crazy. No, listen, I like if they were in like the things that they were that, that were on the show are kind of hard to uh, poke fun at because it's not like we on a show say like you should be able to make fun of everything because it's like that's the whole point, right? Like that's what comedy is. Like there should be no barriers. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's such a serious situation. Like, no TV show on the face of the planet is going to go out there and start cracking jokes about police brutality or even COVID for that matter. Um, so, like, I don't know how they could have done it. If they would have made it more jokey, maybe it wouldn't have been as bad. Uh, but again, uh, just I enjoyed it. I, I thought it had a good ending. Uh, but at the same, like, I was really turned off by it. I was really turned off. Uh, Phobic also uh, said he he told he told me this earlier today. I I don't want to not mention it because it's in the chat. Uh, Phobic in April will start for his master's degree in cybersecurity. Hey, so, congratulations, Phobic. That's a big deal. Yes, it is. Very smart. He's definitely the smartest one of all of us. And by all of us, I mean all of us on the show. Nice. Um. Fuck. Speaking of people on the show uh, doing things, uh, Blue Justice. Uh, I'm going to fuck this up, Tom. Blue Justice uh, got a big deal promotion on the legal side of his life. I don't know. Uh, it's You know what? In my head, I heard that he was deputized. Now, I'm sure that that's not exactly what happened. But whatever it was, it sounded pretty fucking cool. So shout out to him as well. That's a big deal, man. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. All right, so that's it for movie time. Uh, we're going to play the outro, and then we'll hear from uh, our friends at Anchor.fm. It's me, Versace. Whoops, somebody shot me, and I was just checking the mail. Get it? Checking the mail. Damn, how about that Anchor.fm, huh? <coughs> that, uh, <laughs> when Griff texted us last week about your Santa Claus reference to the Anchor.fm ad, fucking hilarious. And the fact that you thought he was talking shit to me, it was even I funnier. Still think, I, I, st- I was like, why Why did he think that I was doing an ad for Santa Claus? Because I was doing an ad. Pat, we came back from the break on the Anchor.fm thing, and you said, you know how great Anchor.fm is? I heard that they were going to have to postpone Christmas because Santa Claus got sick, and they got him a fucking cup of soup or something, and now he's all set, and we're back on for Christmas this year. That's literally what you fucking said. That's not exactly word for word, but Tom, do you know how much Santa pays to park his sleigh? Uh, I have no idea, but... (laughs) He pays nothing. It's on the house. (laughs) Jazinga! Uh, our front binoculars is in the chat. And he says, "Uh, am I considered a group?" I was groupie wondering now? if he would join us. I just told him we were live. Yeah, he he joined us on YouTube and he asked if he was a groupie now. Uh, that really threw me off because my father, with the exception of the last initial, has the same name. So I had to really read into that to see who it was. Uh, we do not have groupies. We have number niners for the yeah. record. Hashtag number niners. That's right. I'm telling you right uh, now. Go ahead, look at that hashtag on the Instagram, and you'll see wonderful memes for days and days. Days and days. Days and days. I'm telling you right now, uh, Philly's down by eight, and if they or by ten, and if they lose this game, I might. Uh, time to watch it follows. 
Talk to you later. All right, Phobic. I don't know what it follows is, but have fun. Anyway. Is it a movie? Is it good? Yeah. I don't know or remember. I think I did watch it with Miss Elizabeth. Uh, Phobic is your, uh, or Phobic, jeez. Uh, Pat, it's now time for Three Finger News. News that's sure to shock you. All right, back into Three Finger News that we were already in and then jumped out of because Tom's a dick. Yeah, whatever you say, bud. Tom, the first news story that I bring you is Cain Velasquez, intended shooting target, uh, allegedly molested family member. So here is what happened. Cain Velasquez gets arrested uh, for uh, shooting a motherfucker. Do you know who Cain Velasquez is, Tom? No idea. I assume he's some sort of UFC fighter, and the only reason I know that is because I saw the headline of the ad. Uh, Cain Velasquez beat Brock Lesnar for the UFC heavyweight title. Uh, tore his rotator cuff in that title fight, lost a bunch of time, ended up basically retiring due to injury. Uh, he was fucking awesome. He was a fucking monster. And to see somebody at that point just able to go toe-to-toe with Brock Lesnar was a real fucking treat because until that point, Brock Lesnar, I mean, he hit Heath Hearing so hard that Heath Hearing rolled backwards over his own head. It was fucking crazy. So Cain Velasquez just stood toe-to-toe with that motherfucker and threw punches, and it was fucking fantastic. Uh, he's a good dude from from what I can tell. I've done a little bit of reading. Uh, you know, not not too many people have too many bad things to say about him. Um, dominant wrestler his whole life. Got in the UFC, kicked a bunch of asses, won the world title, heavyweight world title. Um, so Cain Velasquez, uh, basically, uh, I'll keep this story as short as I can. Uh, gets into an 11 mile high speed chase with a guy who um, is alleged to have uh, sexually abused a child in his family, a niece, I believe, who was under 10 years old. So Ken Velasquez took the law into his own hands, chased this motherfucker around uh, halfway across America. Fucking 11 miles seems like a really, really long car chase and uh, took some shots. <laughs> Shot the wrong person in the car at least twice. Uh, once in the stomach, once I think in the shoulder or in the elbow, something like that. And uh, yeah, he's in a bunch of fucking trouble now. Was anybody killed? I don't. Th- uh, hold on. It's, it says Cain Velasquez intended shooted, shooting target, allegedly molested family members. So I think that. The person that he did shoot did not die, and it was the wrong person anyways. This is why we don't take the law into our own hands, right? Well, I gotta tell you, uh, uh, if, I don't know, man, like, <laughs> I don't hate the guy for, uh, for overreacting, you know, like, and I don't want to say it was overreacting, uh, because he didn't overreact, the person that if they are found guilty of uh, sexually assaulting somebody in his family, they deserve to die. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. It was actually, I mean, not that it matters if it was a boy or a girl, but it, I believe it was a boy that was under 10 years old. It says that the gentleman took him into the bathroom of a daycare center and touched his general's genitals per a court order document obtained by ESPN. Uh, he said not to tell anyone what happened and that this occurred 
a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, hey, Velasquez, fucking. Yeah, I don't blame this guy. Started shooting motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't blame him. Uh, yeah, I would say well, the guy's very well, lucky. Well, here's the thing, right? So, one, there's a chance he's going to get away with it. Two, who knows how long it'll be on trial. Three, uh, you have a lot of emotion built up at that moment. And you're Kane fucking Velasquez. He he probably went, I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy. And then the guy just wouldn't pull over and fight him. So he's like, fuck it. I have this gun. I'm going to shoot this motherfucker. And then, turns out he's a better fighter than a shooter because he can't aim for shit. <laughs> Well, to be fair, it was an 11-mile high-speed chase. I mean, I'm sure it's not easy to shoot a gun. No, I've never done this, but I'm sure it's not easy to shoot a gun out the side of your car while you're driving. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's this Elon Musk story, Pat? Um, Because Elon Musk hasn't already won the title Man of the Millennium uh, in my book. Uh, I don't know what else he has to do to earn it. I, he's the front runner for sure. Elon Musk activates SpaceX's internet service in Ukraine amid the Russian invasion. So basically, the uh, I'm going to say the Ukrainian prime minister, I think is who reached out to him via Twitter. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you. Yeah, the, the vice prime minister said Monday that internet terminals sent by Elon Musk, which were designed to work with satellites orbiting in space... Uh, to provide online access, had arrived in the country. Uh, SpaceX had deployed thousands of satellites into low-Earth orbit over the past three years as part of its business to beam high-speed internet service from more than 100 miles above the planet. Uh, da, da, da. The vice prime minister... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and try this time. You ready? Mykhailo Fedorov? Yeah. Uh, Nailed it. He said, he said, while you try to... While you try to colonize Mars, Russia try to occupy Ukraine. While your rockets successfully land from space, Russian rockets attack Ukrainian civ civil people. Mr. Musk, a billionaire entrepreneur who is also the chief executive of the electric car maker Tesla, uh, said that he was sending. Uh, said that he said that the Starlink service was now active in Ukraine, and that he was sending more of the terminals users would need to access. A satellite internet signal throughout the system. Mr. Fedorov posted a photo on Twitter on Monday that appeared to show a military truck loaded with the Starlink terminals. He said, Starlink here. Then he thanked Elon Musk, and Elon Musk just sent back, you are welcome. This motherfucker in the middle of a war took a side, which everybody takes sides. So it's, you know, it's natural. He took Ukraine's side, and he went, huh. You know what the Russian people really don't want? They don't want this war on the internet. They don't want people to see what's really going on. They don't want every homeowner in the Ukraine to be able to show us first fucking hand helicopters flying around their neighborhood, shooting fucking missiles out of them. So he was like, fuck it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give these motherfuckers internet. And he's a bad man. I fucking love Elon Musk. Um, did you see, you probably didn't see it because you don't, uh, the both of us don't watch the news really, but I saw it passing the news today. Um, Richard Childress, do you know who who that is? Yes. Why can I not think of who that is? So you've heard the name, but you don't know who he is. There's more than one Childress. Who's the? I'm not thinking of Richard. Well, he's probably the most favorite Childress. 
He was the owner of the number three car when Dale Earnhardt drove it. That is not who I was thinking of. Yeah, so he owns Richard Childress Racing. Uh, he owned the he owns the number three car still, and he owned it when Dale Earnhardt drove it. Now his uh, grandson drives it, Austin Dillon. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Today he donated one million rounds of ammo to the Ukrainians. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. That's what you do. You get some fucking backwoods fucking hillbilly, and he donates a, uh, a million rounds of ammo to the Ukrainians. Um, Yeah. Pat, you ready for this Karen of the week? No, I'm Googling famous Childress because I can't. Did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre happen in Childress, Texas? Yep. Hey, Tom, I think I figured out why Childress sounds familiar. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. Nailed it. Dude, these guys are still down by 13. I'm very nervous about my bet tonight. Very nervous. Um, I'm probably not going to sleep tonight. Thanks. Still don't think that's who it is. Hey, uh, uh, Rick, who the fuck is the Childress I'm thinking of? Was there a Nick, a New York Nick that was a Childress? Maybe a Ray? Ray Ray. Steven? Rick fell asleep. It's old. Your old ass passed out, bro? <laughs> you eating fucking Necco wafers, bro? Uh, I, th- I think he's out. I think he's out. What the fuck did you just bring up? Uh, the wrong screen, apparently. Hold on, I got this. Yo, Rick, put the Canadian, put the Canadian mints down. T- answer my question. You having a hot tea? <laughs> the Canadian mints. All right, so I have no idea if this audio is going to play through. I tested it earlier. It worked. I think there was a New England Patriot, he said. Really? A children's? I don't know. Maybe. So, Eric, uh, while Pat's looking that up, uh, Rick's upset that you called him old. <coughs> um, so, Eric sent this in the other day. Uh, it's quite funny. Um, so Brandon I- Childress. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, it's pretty funny. So let's hope the audio plays. Aaron flips at guys for following her. Little does she know. I'm gonna call the cops, man. No, no. Because you guys aren't leaving me alone, and that's why women yeah, can't go out in the world by themselves because of guys like you. <laughs> what? Okay. So stop you, following. Man, you have. Oh, I, just, I, I don't know if you have like a like gas. Pro- you have a thing hanging out of your car. What are you talking about? There's a. Literally a gas hose hanging out of your car. No one's being creeped. Oh. No, thank you. Good start. Two. Quick oh. start. Thank you. I'm guessing his Ooh. 10 is pretty good. I have no idea what's playing over here. Karen flips a oh, boy. No, I can't get out of this. Oh, jeez. Pat, did you hear that? Pat, your mic's muted. <laughs> you fucking dumbass! I explained the video. <laughs> you you were explaining the video the whole time it was playing. No, no, no. no after no. so the video yeah. is god damn it. Uh, so the video is these two guys driving in a truck, and a girl uh gets out of her car and walks up to him. Now they met they they must have been following her for a while, 
right? And she gets out, and she's like, you two need to stop following me, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, can't figure out how to tell her, like, we're not following you because we want anything to do with you. We're trying to be good Samaritans and tell you that you're dragging the fucking gas hose down the road with you, you dumb blonde. And she wasn't even blonde. Uh, and then she doesn't even, like, apolo- like, apologize for accusing them or say thank you. Uh, Classic. <laughs> Rick says, more importantly, I got the over at 138.5 for uh, Notre Dame and Florida State. Uh, or <laughs> maybe that's North Dakota and Florida State. Uh, man, that's a lot of points in a college game. Uh, I guess, no, it's 77. That sounds like it might hit. Uh, Tom, there was a New York nickname, Josh Childress. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I I'll tell you what. You know, killing me. You know what I know about the New York Knicks? That they're beating the Sixers right now. That's all I know. Notre Dame. Rick said they're playing Notre Dame. Rick, I try to get in. The, dude, I went. My buddy gave me some picks on college the other night. Uh, my boy Griff, and uh, we went uh, two two out of four, and I parlayed them. Not good. Not good. Uh, luckily, I did a round robin on it, so I won half my money back. Uh, but that dude, I had a a fifteen part parlay the other day or last night. I hit fourteen out of fifteen. The only one I didn't hit was uh the dude on the Bucks. What's his name? Uh, Luca. Luca needed to get one three. He didn't hit a three all night. If he would have hit that, I would have been fucking in like Flynn. It would have been fine. Bad news. Anyway, Pat, I think that's the show. Anything you want to add? Uh, number Niners, I say good day. Hey, thanks to everybody in the live stream and stop by. Uh, if you're listening, uh, Pat, uh, Pat, uh, Rick saying, oh shit, I assume that's to my 14 out of 15 part parlay. I had a 20 part parlay I only missed three legs of the other day, too. Sucks. He had sex with his wife, and the only thing she was missing was two inches. <laughs> Pat, you want to hit that good day again? Because you have a small dick. That's the joke. Yeah, I got you, bro. I got you. Um, when we finish this, remind me to tell you what is now my second favorite joke of all time, which I will not tell on the fucking podcast. Pat, please tell it. <laughs> no. <laughs> if there's a way to cancel a podcast that doesn't mean anything to anybody, I found the way. This joke is the way. Uh, Rick, good night. I'm sure you're uh, oof, 34 minutes past your bedtime anyways. But, uh, you know, put your teeth in some solution and we'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) We'll catch you Sunday right here. Number Niners, I say good day.